year. Another year when I've come back to the house where I was born. Every year I come back, just before Decoration Day. It's pleasant some years. Some years it's different. Everybody ought to go back once a year to the house where he was born. Just look around and remember and then go back to where he came from. The house where I was born is old and weather-beaten under the gray paint, and the old porch is gone. The big bay window where I used to sit and watch the snow on winter afternoons faces right out into the street now, and the wooden steps go right up from the sidewalk to the big double front door. The house was painted red when I lived there, red with white trimmings, and there was a big gladium plant in the front yard. Elephant ears, my grandma used to call it. My brother and I used to pull them up and make umbrellas out of them. And grandma jaw us till our ears hurt. Can't even tell where the caladiums were. And the old woodshed that two generations of us had carved our initials on. I remember, C.D.O. 1884. And my brother's initials, 1905. And all the others. That's gone, too. And there was a dog. A little brown and white fox terrier. Her name was Trixie, wasn't it? So many years ago. Here was the living room. The front room, we called it. The round oak base burner with the eyes and glass and the doors, where the coals glowed red on a winter's night. The couch in the corner. The table with the cracked marble top where the lamp sat. The round lamp with the yellow silk shade with the fringe. My brother and I reading the highly moral stories in happy days and wishing we too could be big league baseball players like Fearless Frank in the woodcuts. And on a spring night like this, just before decoration day, mother sitting at the rosewood organ under the picture of Pharaoh's horses playing Battle Hymn of the Republic and there'll be a hot time in Old Town tonight. For the Spanish War wasn't so long ago, and my father, that was Battalion Sergeant Major, hadn't come back from Chickamauga. And the scent of white lilacs coming in the windows, and the white lilac bush that was her pride is long gone now, but I can smell the white lilacs tonight. And I can hear the clopping of horses' hooves on the pavement outside, the pavement they put down the year I started school. And in the shadows of this bare, old room, a glow comes slowly to life, and there's an old lamp beaming cheerfully across the Brussels carpet, and the organ is playing, and I'm the little boy that looks up at her and plucks at her dress. Mama, tell me a story. story. What story shall I tell you about tonight, son? Isn't it almost time for bed? Story first, Mama, please. Well, let me see. The stag at eve had drunk his fill where danced the moon on Monan's rill, and deep his midnight lair had made in dark Glenartney's hazel shade. What's Monan's rill, Mama? Why, it's a little brook, a little creek, way up in Scotland in the Trossachs, where Roderick Dhu lived. Well, why do they call it Monan's rill, Mama? Why, I, I suppose it was named after somebody named Monan's son. Oh. I suppose it's a very tiny little brook, where the water is ever so cold. 
and it comes down from the tops of the mountains through the glade to the places where the stags live. And I suppose not very many people know where Monan's Rill really is, because it's very probably guarded by the little people and the fairies. And I don't think they like other people to come and drink at their rill. Uh-uh. But they let the stag come every night, if he wants to. And then he goes away, and the little people ride on his back wherever he's going, and then they wake him up in the morning, and he takes them back to the rill. Does Monin come there too? No, no, I don't think so. Monin's gone from there ever so many years ago. Doesn't anybody ever see him? No. Doesn't anybody know him, even? I, I guess not. That's awful. Yes, it is, isn't it? That's just about the awfulest thing that could happen, isn't it? What, son? Not having anybody know you? Why, I... I hadn't thought of that, but... Sing to me, Mama. Oh, oh, I'm getting sleepy. Sing to me, Mama. Mine eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. He is trampling out the vintage where the grapes of wrath are stored. And Mother Song fades, and the light grows dim, and I'm in darkness again in the house where I was born. And this house where I was born is in a great city, when the wide streets are filled with crowds of people, and I remember again so many things. The thunder of the elevated railways overhead on a warm afternoon in the spring, and the open streetcar clanging its way up the street and my father pointing and telling me that that's the first trip of the open streetcars up Broadway this summer, and the friendly policeman in a round-topped helmet spanking me jovially with his nightstick as we crossed the plaza on the way to Central Park Zoo, and the house where I was born, weary and happy in the cool evening, climbing the brownstone steps into a high-ceilinged house with a fireplace in the front room, a great stairway the long, inviting banisters, and a cat with a blue ribbon for a collar and the longest, sharpest claws in the world, and a telephone that you could talk even to Brooklyn with. The house where I was born. And now a sign on the front alongside the tall doors, a sign that says, Swedish Restaurant. And still in the concrete sidewalk at the foot of the steps, the prints of my two shoes that I could span with a hand and my initials and the date 1901 and I turn away from this house where I was born for I've not done with my homeward journey yet In this house where I was born, there is not one stone upon another, for the path of war led across its dooryard, and destruction followed for all the people who dwelt in it. But the scent of lilacs is strong in the evening air, even here, and before my eyes, the scene of desolation dims, and the house where I was born lives again. It's a spring evening, and there seems to be music in the air, and I feel happinesses again, 
as I felt them that night when I first brought home my bride. What was her name? Have I forgotten? Carry me across the threshold, my love. <laughs> ah, darling, this is home. Oh, it's a fine home, a wonderful home. My people have lived here since the... Since the Thirty Years' War. You have told me that. <laughs> well, they don't build houses like this anymore, my love. See? The walls! All of the stone from the quarry over there. And the mortar? There is my great-great-great-grandfather's blood in that mortar. <laughs> Yeah, I know. He drew blood from his own arm and spared it into the mortar so that there always would be something of him in the house. Well, it was also a charm, you know. The, uh, the witch woman. I know. He, he paid her three silver pieces to tell them what to do to make the house stand forever. How do you know so much about it? <laughs> you have told me so many times. <laughs> so I have. Uh, and and real glass in the windows, too. Yes, and the stove with the hand-painted tile. Well, there's not another one like it in the whole village. And, and it's ours. And we'll take it to America when we go. Do you, do you really want to go to America? Why, of course I do. Well, well you do, too. Don't you? Could we not be happy here? We, too? Why, we could be happy anywhere, but in America... I know. We will be rich, and I'll have two dresses, and someday we'll have a motor car, even. But... But what? It's so... so far from this house where you were born, and where I hoped our children would be born. And the scent of the lilacs is strong again in the air, as the voice of the beloved woman fades away into shadow and forgetfulness. And the house where I was born is swallowed up in the night, and I am alone again. And the house where I was born is adobe shack somewhere in the Texas panhandle. And the wide plains of the west stretch away endlessly beyond it. Now the corral gate is broken, the bunkhouse roof is gone, and horned toads squat on the decrepit porch where I played cowboys and Indians. I look above the door, the brand is still there. The brand that looks in the early darkness like rafter A but it might be two up and two down, or a running W. And there's a dry, dusty smell about the place, and an echo of almost forgotten songs quivers on the air. For the Chisholm Trail went right past our place, and all the way from Belton up to the North Fork of the Canadian and Abilene. And I've seen white-faced ballers by the thousands go past our gate, heard the riders' voices in the hot noons, in the long, moonless nights. I ride an old paint, I lead an old dam. I'm off the Montan for to throw the hooligan. They feed and the long, the slow song of horses' hooves is music to the ears of a lost, forgotten Texan who will never come back to stay at the house where he was born, to lay flowers on the grave beyond the little hill under the cottonwood tree.
And the house where I was born is a sod-roofed cottage in the peat bog country of Ireland. And I am 19 and return for a visit with the old folks after three years in America where I've become all Yankee. And my brother and I sit before the door and talk at evening about the strangeness of the new world and its customs and the customs of the other people beyond the various seas. And it's this very day in 1914. And I'm betting you there'll be war in Europe before the year is out, my lad. No, that's just talk. It's just talk that has started every war the world has ever seen. The Kaiser Bill is just waiting for somebody to set the world alight. Aye, and so many a good lad'll come to his end of putting it out. Well, we'll never get into it. You mean the Americans? Yes. Huh. I don't know about that. We're too far away. Let the English and the Germans fight it out. All very well to say, but you'll see. Well, you won't go. Oh, I. <laughs> I'm not too sure about that either. Fight for the English? Well, I, <laughs> I wouldn't like that very much, sure enough. But there's some very good Irish regiments in the British Army. The Inniskillen Fusiliers, the Royal Irish Rifles, and the Dublin Fusiliers. Now you stay out of it. You can't go and leave the old folks alone. Well, if I was as young as you... <laughs> Cut it out. Why, you talk as if the war was just around the corner. And that's just exactly what I think, too. Well, all right. But I'll be back in the States long before your war arrives. And I'll stay there, too. And I left the house where I was born, the smoky, damp little hut beside the road to the sea, and I have not seen it again, save when it comes decoration day time, and I go back, unbeknownst to my brother, and look in at the door to where he sits, an old man puffing his pipe along by the peat fire. And once, years ago, the village priest sat with him, and I heard my brother speak of me. I could have been very different, father, if my brother had come back from the war. I was a fine young lad, father, and him and me, well, we could have done something with the place. But uh, it's too late now. Deep in the wooded valleys and along the mighty rivers, a company whistle blows, rising high upon the rolling hills of western Pennsylvania. Another shift ends, another begins at a dusty, black coal mine, clamoring steel mill, or clackety rail yard. Another day's work, and my father drags himself home to the shabby, soot-covered company row house where I was born. Hey, Pop, it came today, just like you said it would. What should I do? There's nothing you can't do, son. You'll have to go. It's your duty. Just like when I went to Korea in 50. We all went. Everybody in the whole damn row was drafted. Jimmy Kuhar, Eddie, Sonny Fogel, all of us. Some of the guys said they ain't going, Pop. They ain't going to Vietnam. They don't even know why we're in this You'll war. You'll go, son. You'll go because your country needs you. And so I left the little row house in the Coal Valley where I was born. And I did what they trained me to do. It was kill or be killed. 
When I came home from Korea, nobody gave us any parades. They said, We ain't seen you in a while. Where the hell you been? I was in Korea. I was in Vietnam. Incheon. Bloody Ridge. Chosin Reservoir. Tet. Kaesan. Hamburger Hill. It's a shame you never made it home. In the house where I was born, nothing was ever the same. And there was a day on the ranch in the Texas Panhandle when a tall young man in Levi's and high-heeled boots saddled and bridled a horse and said goodbye to an old man, shook hands with a half a dozen cowhands and a Mexican cook, and rode away toward the rail yard that was to be the first lap of a long, long journey. And I remember I turned and looked back at the house where I was born. And someone was singing an old song somewhere. As I walked out in the streets of Laredo, as I walked out in Laredo one day, I spied a young cowboy all wrapped in white linen, wrapped in white linen as cold as the clay. And here again, in the house where I was born, I stand beside the walls of stone mortared with the blood of my great-great-grandfather. And in my arms, I hold a weeping woman. Don't go! Don't go and leave me here! But it'll only be for a little while, my dearest. Only till I can earn enough money to send for you. I'll never see you again! You will. America really isn't so far away. It's across the sea! Across the sea! Stay! Dear... We've been through all this before. Now, be reasonable. In six months, a year. Now don't, darling. Let us stay here, both of us. This is our home. This is the house where you was born. Look at me, love. My dear one. I love you. It will be such a little while. You will come to America and will be so happy. And so rich. It's such a little time to wait. You know it is. I love you. Kiss me. And I kissed her. And I went away. And I have never seen the house where I was born. Except in dreams. Such as this dream tonight. When the ruins lift and... and form themselves for a little moment in the darkness. She came to America, and the day she arrived, I was drafted. I was never able to find her again, but then she was never able to find me either. In the house where I was born, there is no memory left of me. Only the two prints of a child's shoes in the concrete remain as a memorial that I once lived. The house where I was born has forgotten me. In the house where I was born, where my little brother and I played in the caladium bed, it has almost forgotten me too. There's a pack of yellowed letters somewhere in the house. Lost behind a beam in the attic, maybe. 
a pack of yellowed letters with soldier's mail in the place where the stamp should go. And my name and an APO number in the other corner. The letters are full of names, like Albert, Lesomme, Chattencourt. Names like the faded letters in an ancient palimpsest, obscured by newer ones written over them. Omaha Beach, Bastogne, Okinawa, Incheon, Kumsong, the Drang, Saigon. They're all names of places where we have died. Some still missing, still unknown. Alone and far removed from this earthly care, the noble ruins of all who lie buried here. I remember one of those names those first names. I won't tell you the name of the town. A clean little town it was, with red-roofed houses, a dirty shambles in October 1918. I couldn't hear the shells from the 77s bursting in the streets. I couldn't hear what the chaplain was saying to me. I could just see a dirty-faced man in a helmet moving his lips as he bent over me. It was very quiet and very lonely. I didn't even hear the shell that killed him and the other man that was standing alongside him. It was quiet for a long, long time. And then I heard a little boy's voice, and I said to myself, Why, I'm home. That's my voice. That night before Decoration Day so many years ago, and it was. Mama, tell me a story. What shall I tell you about, son? Story, Mama. Well, let me see. The stag at eve had drunk his fill, Where danced the moon on Monan's rill, And deep his midnight lair had made, In dark Glenartney's hazel shade. What's Monan's rill, Mama? As I walked out in the streets of Laredo, As I walked out in Laredo one day, don't go. Don't go and leave me. And I suppose not very many people know where Monan's Rill really is, because it's probably very closely guarded by the little people. Many a good lad that'll come to his end putting out the blaze. Across the sea. Across the sea, oh, stay. Young cowboy are wrapped in white linen, wrapped in white linen as cold as the clay. It's your duty. Your country needs you. It's just about the awfulest thing in the world, Mama. Not having anybody know you. They set a marble tomb above my shattered self, seeking to do me honor thus, to recompense the searing days, the crawling nights I died in. He lies here deep, the graven letters say. He lies here deep, unknown to all save God. How sweet it is, they say. How oh, sweet it is to die the battle death. Yes, it is sweet. As gall is sweet and wormwood in the Proverbs, 
so is death. I died. I felt the bitter fire, the cleaving steel, the pain. I am content. Yet I am weary in my sentiments. The sleep of death is not so very deep. Lately, the spring has come, and yesterday, a tiny root of some green thing has split the stones apart wherein I lie. Its tender, questioning fingers seek my hand, as mine sought flowers on some yesterday forgot. Above my head, the hushed clang of arms, the measured tread of sentinels that guard my bed, forbid me sleep. My face is dim in eternity now. But once you knew me. Perhaps you wept to hear that Sergeant Death had spoken my name. Is it you that I hear through the dust, oh my brother? Is it your little song that I hear, oh my mother? I, my tomb of marble. I, my tomb of stone. I'm chief of them all. I am the chief of the dead. I died, and dying became a mystery. To every mother, her son. To every brother, his brother. To every soldier, his comrade. I, the chief of the dead. I was content to lie here, masked in uncertainty, having the homage of all you hear in my marble tomb. I was content, I say. Yet now spring comes again, as I saw it once before that day I died. Is it your hand that rests on the stone, oh my sister? Is it your tear that falls on the stone, oh my wife? I hear the trumpets now, the volleys sound. The sabers flash against a sun I may not know. I may not rise. I have my duty. Here, alone. I, in my tomb of marble. I, in my tomb of stone. I am the chief of them all. I am the chief of the dead. You have just heard In the House Where I Was Born 
a radio drama for Memorial Day, written by Willis Cooper, originally broadcast by ABC Radio 1949. Our play featured the voices of Dylan Myers as the unknown soldier, Nancy Bach as the mother, Elias Villa Kubiak played the young boy, Claire Sabatine was the bride, and Ken Bolden played the Irish brother and father. Musical score adapted by Pat Blackburn with Stephen Griffith as the singing cowboy. Our play was directed by Dennis Shibetta. It was produced, recorded, and edited by Kevin Farkas. And I am your announcer, Jay Londino.